0: Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this podcast will be about medicines that will be worth their weight in gold post-collapse. So this is a rather timely podcast about this whole prepping subject that I think a lot of people are suddenly very interested in, considering what's happening in the world and I'm going to advise you to go and check out this article, which is going to be linked below wherever you are listening to it. As I link to sources for everything that I am describing, I link to the supporting evidence that I reference there, and I've also got kind of some cool visuals to go along with it that you may want to check out. And I would also suggest sharing this around as the whole bio prepping subject is something that is that everybody is really thinking about now biohackers and preppers have a lot in common philosophically biohackers fundamentally are preppers they are long-term thinkers who aren't fooled by normalcy bias they take action and implement rational, evidence-based steps to fortify their health against predictable chronic diseases, aging, and cognitive decline. Sober thinkers around the globe are increasingly preparing for a less comfortable life. Is there going to be an apocalyptic global collapse? Who knows? What's certain is that we live in an entropic world. Numerous philosophers and analysts credibly predict collapse, especially in the megacities. In cities where millions depend on fragile, just-in-time shipping infrastructure, EBT, food stamp systems, or the over-leveraged electrical grid. In these places, life is going to get very Darwinian quickly when things break down. The masses will get very desperate when grocery store shelves are barren. Especially desperate will be those who need medicine regularly to stay alive or manage chronic health conditions like diabetes, asthma, heart disease, epileptic seizures, and cancer. So I'm not suggesting disaster capitalism in the event of a collapse here. I'm suggesting that you stockpile what people will desperately need so that you can be a pillar of your community in its time of greatest need. I'm suggesting that you can by loyalty, by saving lives when pharmacies are looted, empty, and hospitals are overwhelmed. I'm suggesting that you be charitable with those who need it most. And if, in a collapse, you find yourselves desperate for food, water, transportation, lodging, or protection, certain drugs and medicines will be worth their weight in gold as barter items. And a lot of these things that I'm going to be discussing here can be purchased discreetly at lastpricepharmacy.com. And they have a large stock. I believe that they are in stock of everything I'm describing here at the time of this recording. If they are sold out by the time that you are listening to this, You can contact me, and I can make some recommendations. A lot of the items on this list are pharmaceuticals. Generally, I'm anti-pharma. I stringently avoid using big pharma products. Like most biohackers, I guard and empower my health by using the most credible organic supplements, exercise, and mindfulness practice. I'm very discriminating about my diet and lead a toxin-avoidant lifestyle. I'd much rather pay for the ounce of prevention now than the pound of cure later. But pharmaceuticals have their place. Sometimes a serious illness, disease, or injury demands a more hardcore pharmacological intervention. So, you might be thinking here, why stockpile medicine and pharmaceuticals for the collapse? Food, water, guns, and gold or silver will be more important. And a lot of people are probably also saying, pharmaceuticals suck. Half the time, they seem to do more harm than good, and the companies selling them often seem downright evil. I agree with this sentiment, but as preppers... We don't know how bad the collapse will be, how long it will last, and how desperate we will get. Pharmaceuticals, with their side effects, are worth using in the event of a life-threatening infection. For example, we don't know if or how badly ourselves or our loved ones uh, will be injured. We don't know what kinds of health problems we may develop bereft of the abundance of modernity. Even if you and yours manage to remain uninjured and in good health in a collapse, you're still going to need to make money and keep a roof over your head and food on the table. Medicine, even pharmaceuticals that you might choose not to use now, will be... In demand and valuable. First of all, let's talk about antibiotics for infections. As a biohacker, I'm generally not a fan of antibiotics. I think they are radically overprescribed and overused in modernity. In fact, I'm in the middle of a book titled Superbugs right now that's a really good book on just that subject. I'll be publishing a book review of that sometime soon. But Post-collapse, antibiotics will become essential. There will be a lot of injured people. Something like a broken ankle could be deadly. And infectious diseases will become more common. Here's a few antibiotics worth stocking up on. Azithromycin. This is an affordable and lower-impact antibiotic. It treats bacterial intestinal infections along with strep throat, pneumonia, traveler's diarrhea and bacterial sinusitis or bronchitis. Next, you might want to consider the antibiotic ciprofloxacin or cipro for short, and this is a common powerful antibiotic. It can be used to treat skin, bone, and joint infections, along with typhoid fever and infectious diarrhea. It has a wide and scary range of common side effects. I wouldn't take it unless I was dealing with a life-threatening infection, but post-collapse, who knows, I might be. The good thing about antibiotics as a prep is that you can stockpile them and then forget about them until you need them. Antibiotics will still work after years or even decades of sitting in storage. According to a Harvard study, quote, 90% or more than 100 drugs, both prescription and over-the-counter, were perfectly good to use even 15 years after the expiration date. And I'll mention some other notable infection countermeasures. First is hydrogen peroxide. Stocking a few bottles of this cheap antiseptic is real smart as it fends off bacterial infections and illnesses like the flu and common cold. Hydrogen peroxide is more of a treatment option than a prevention option. You would want to use it upon the onset of symptoms. A couple other points. Often viruses get into our bodies via our ears and you can safely disinfect your ears by pouring a few drops of hydrogen peroxide into your ears. It will bubble and maybe sting just a little and then you drain it out of your ear after a minute or two. If people are sneezing and coughing around you and you're paranoid about catching a bug, it would take just a few minutes to deposit hydrogen peroxide in your ears before taking a shower, and then just wash it out in the shower. You would want to avoid getting it in your eyes. It might actually improve your hearing also, as it will wash out some old ears wa- Ear, earwax, <laughs> funny word, right, that might be hanging around into your ears. A small cut that draws blood could actually be a serious thing post-collapse. In history, people died regularly of small flesh wounds, and history may be repeating itself. Hydrogen peroxide is an effective way to disinfect cuts and wounds. Upon onset of symptoms, you would also want to gargle about a tablespoon of the stuff for a minute anecdotally it also cures toothaches it helps with dental infections in fact i remember as a kid sometimes my mom if we were getting sick my mom would have us gargle with hydrogen peroxide and as long as you don't swallow a whole lot of the stuff it's fine and it's very affordable. On Amazon, it's just $15 for six bottles of it. It can be stored for years at room temperature. You would just want to keep it out of the sunlight and use it within six months of opening a bottle. Other preps, rubbing alcohol is another cheap last forever prep that could that should be stocked. A few dabs of alcohol could save a cut. From turning gangrenous. We don't want that. That just sounds nasty, doesn't it? Soap and dental supplies are important. Don't forget about the more mundane hygiene products. In the collapse, you'll still want to wash your hands and brush your teeth. Lest your dating life suffer post-collapse, you know. And I will also mention colloidal silver. And colloidal silver is perhaps a bit of a victim of its own success and some of the very colorful internet personalities who promote it. But there are hundreds of scientific papers published about it and five clinical trials. Silver is a powerful, natural, antiviral, antibacterial agent. We call our eating utensils silverware. And this is because in the past those who could afford to preferred to eat with silver utensils because it disinfected food and supported the immunity of the diner. And this is one of the reasons why silver is a valuable metal metal in the first place. There's the expression born with a silver spoon in your mouth or something like this. And this was referring to in the past, aristocratic people who could, they would actually kind of carry a, around a little silver spoon with them and they would suck on it from time to time just because it had these antiviral, anti-infectious properties and you, you, know, you just suck on a silver spoon when you get the chance. This is what people would do back in the day before we had smartphones to... Uh, divert our our attention to when we're bored. People would suck on a silver spoon if they could afford to, and this would just beef up their immune system a little bit. And there's evidence that colloidal silver is better than pharmaceutical antibiotics, and I'll quote from an article. Colloidal silver is a natural broad-spectrum antiseptic that fights infection, subdues inflammation, and promotes healing. It can be taken by mouth, administered intravenously or applied topically research on colloidal silver shows it to be an effective resource against infections and pathogens yet very little is known about it by the general public or the medical profession prior to 1938 it was in common use by doctors according to alexander g schloss PhD of John Hopkins University. Considerable scientific evidence has been published regarding the effectiveness of silver as an antiseptic against several hundred pathogenic organisms. Next prep we'll talk about is painkillers. The collapse will be a pain, figuratively and literally. Literally. Violence will be more common and many will be injured, maybe even yourself or your loved ones. A stash of painkillers is a real no-brainer that should be near the top of the list of medical preps to stockpile. They are not expensive and they'll remain effective for years, perhaps decades, after their expiration dates. And I'll direct your attention to Max Golan, a specialty pain killer medication prescribed for fibromyalgia, partial onset seizures, and neuropathic pain that is a result of nerve damage from diabetes, shingles, or injuries of the back and spinal cord. Next important thing is insulin for diabetics. 20 million people in the USA are diabetic. Millions more who are pre-diabetic may actually see their health improve in a collapse because store shelves will be empty. They won't have access to the Coca-Cola and junk food. They'll be eating rice and doing a lot of involuntary fasting. Diabetics dependent on insulin will have a rougher time unfortunately a lot of them will probably die because insulin will become hard to find insulin isn't cheap but you can anticipate it becoming very valuable in a collapse as it will save lives supplies of certain kinds of insulin or insulin pun- insulin pens uh, run hundreds of dollars, you would want to prep vials of Novolin R, Novolin N, and Novolin 7030. A vial of Novolin R can be bought online for about $75. Apparently, it's cheaper at Walmart if you live in a state where insulin is non-prescription. Insulin analogs are a lot more affordable but effective and probably what a lot of diabetics will have to settle for in a collapse. Along with insulin, you would want to stockpile needles and syringes as the back alley sources of such things post-collapse will be very questionable. Regulation can make getting insulin tricky. Different states have different prescription requirements. If I was going to prep insulin, I would just order it discreetly online with cryptocurrency. And if you do a Google search, I'm sure that you can find places that you can do so. Insulin should be refrigerated at between 36 to 46 degrees Fahrenheit which makes it a prep exclusively for more sophisticated preppers who have something like a solar-powered refrigerator or a bug-out location where it's cold most of the years. Unlike a lot of pharmaceuticals, stored insulin doesn't last forever. In storage, it expires In about two years and unrefrigerated insulin should be thrown out after 28 days so it's a high maintenance prep but worth getting some of if you're putting together a super stash of supplies and speaking of diabetic concerns I will move on to metformin and Metformin is a very popular uh, pharmaceutical around biohacking circles. It's also referred to as Glaucophage or Glycomet, and it's one of the better pharmaceutical tools for diabetics to manage their condition. In a collapse, diabetics will suffer from insulin crashes, which metformin increases the body's sensitivity to so it increases the body's sensitivity to insulin it allows us to utilize more of the insulin metformin is another stockpilot and forget about it prep unlike some of these other medical preps metformin is cheap costing less than a dollar a pill so it's kind of a no-brainer as a medical prep I have some of it myself, I believe, but I never used it because I'm not diabetic. Next, let's move on to asthma. Sadly, many who suffer from asthma will have a rough time in a collapse. Their condition will be exacerbated by diminished or non-existent access to the medicine they need and potentially an environmental catastrophe that further pollutes the air we all breathe a couple of medical preps that could save an asthmatic's life are asthma inhalers these are an ideal prep as they can be bought cheaply online and stored at room temperature long term asthma.net suggests that you can probably disregard expiration dates on inhalers They remain safe and effective for years. And then Montelcast, I'm probably mispronouncing the name of that. This is a pharmaceutical that helps asthmatics cope. And it belongs to the leukotriene inhibitor class of drugs whose repeated use can help relieve asthma-related symptoms such as labored breathing and chest pain as well as reduce or prevent asthmatic attacks. Next pharma prep is antidepressant. I'm not a fan of many pharmaceutical antidepressants. They have a range of concerning side effects and often don't even outperform placebos in clinical trials. I'd rather people use tools like meditation, exercise, exercise, and an organic diet to improve their mental health but in a collapse there will also be a tremendous mental health crisis when masses are bereft of their meds in our excessively comfortable modern society a lot of people just can't handle life apparently 26% 26% of Americans suffer from a diagnosable mental disorder in a given year, according to John Hopkins. So you can just imagine what it will be like in a collapse. While I wouldn't take them, I'd stockpile up on some common antidepressants that some people may really need. So I'm talking about things like Buprian, Buprian, Buprian. Again, I haven't used these things, so I'm not uh, very adroit with the pronunciation. Celexa, pram, Paxil, Prozac, and Zoloft. Zoloft. And then next really important immune-enhancing uh, prep that you want to think about, the collapse is going to be a collective immune catastrophe. Whether or not disease epidemic causes the collapse, and it sure seems like that right about now, in the beginning of 2020, doesn't it? Whether or not it causes the collapse, it will be a detrimental factor that will impact us all. Caloric scarcity will make people more susceptible to viruses and infections. Without easy access to medicine sold at pharmacies... A nasty case of the flu will be life threatening instead of merely a nuisance. It's a good idea to stockpile immune enhancers. These might save a life and they will certainly be valuable. So vitamins C, D, K2, and A. These four essential vitamins are the most crucial to supporting the immune system And really things you should be supplementing now. They make for ideal preps because you can buy them cheaply, store at room temperature, and they will be safe and effective even after years or possibly decades of sitting in storage. And I'll direct your attention also to the pharmaceuticals Viridae. Viridae is a fixed dose anti-retroviral combination medication designed to inhibit the ability of retroviruses to self-replicate and spread throughout the body, gradually wearing down the immune system. Also, Tenavir is a potent pharmaceutical for treating hepatitis B and HIV infection. Speaking of HIV, let's talk about HIV and AIDS medication. You probably don't have AIDS, But a lot of people do. And in a collapse, they'll be desperate for HIV medication. A lot of preppers imagine that in a collapse, people will become a whole lot less degenerate. There will be a predictable resurgence of monogamy and religiosity. But in the collapse, sexually transmitted diseases will be a bigger problem. People will still probably be having sex, but condoms will become very scarce, as will the common medication that doctors prescribe to treat and cure STDs. Diseases like syphilis will again become a life-threatening infection. You also want to think about prepping anti-diarrheals. Diarrhea might not seem life-threatening, but it can last for a while, causing severe dehydration, which impacts immunity, making you more susceptible to more serious diseases. From Wikipedia, diarrhea can cause electrolyte. Imbalances, kidney impairment, dehydration, and defective immune system responses. So you'd want to think about stocking a few packages of common antidiarrheals like Imodium, Pepto-Bismol, or Paragonic. You'd also want to think about anti-inflammatories. There's going to be a lot of pain post-collapse. Those around you will suffer from broken arms, sprained ankles strained backs, and a myriad of other injuries. Anti-inflammatories can be amazing pain relievers for those in need. While I would use natural anti-inflammatory herbs, food, and medicine were I injured, I would also want to have some anti-inflammatory pharmaceuticals in deep storage. Things like aspirin, ibuprofen, and napoproxen. Naproxen is, I believe, how you pronounce that. Next thing that I have a ample stash of is mudafinil. This is a powerful anti-narcolepsy pharmaceutical that makes you very awake for 8 to 12 hours, along with enhancing cognition. Anyone who has tried mudafinil can understand why it would be Very useful in a post-collapse setting. It heightens alertness, alertness and vigilance. You'll be very aware of what's going on around you while you're on modafinil. It enhances motor control. On it, you'll be better at playing basketball or video games or driving a car. It would also make you a better shooter for the Preppers that are out there, you know, with their uh, trigger finger ready for the, uh, the boogaloo, right? Modafinil's upsides are not without downsides, though. Addiction risk is low, but it boosts histamine in the brain, which can be problematic for some. You want to keep an eye out for autoimmune reactions like rashes and itchy skin. It also has a steep tolerance curve for many. If you take it every day, you'll likely run into diminishing effects. Post-collapse, masses of the population will be chronically underslept. And coffee, what most people use as a pick-me-up, will become a luxury. So something that really powerfully promotes vigilance and wakefulness is going to be pretty useful and you are going to want to check out neomodafinil.com for modafinil and this is one of the sources that you can purchase from online with no prescription and I think you're going to want to use cryptocurrency to do that. Next I'll mention nootropil. This is also known as paracetam and this is the classic nootropic Cognitive Enhancer. In a collapse, when everyone is underslept and stressed, Neutropol will give you an uptick in cognition, attention, and problem-solving ability. It's neuroprotective and a promoter of neuroplasticity, so it would be very helpful to anyone who suffered a concussion or head injury. It can be stored at room temperature and remains safe and effective for Years. And then I will also mention coffee. One of the more mundane things that's going to suck about the collapse is being bereft of coffee. Just this week, I went to my favorite cafe and I bought two giant bags of their best organic coffee so that hopefully I don't have to uh, lower my standards when it comes to my, my favorite beverage anytime soon. While daily I insist on drinking the good stuff, toxin-free organic stuff, in my prepping stash, I'll stockpile a few kilos of crappy cheapo coffee because I'm imagining that in a collapse situation, being the guy serving steaming cups of coffee will most certainly earn me some friends. Next, let's talk about radiation protection in a collapse nuclear radiation may be what kills you the most pessimistic collapse scenarios envision multiple uh, perhaps up to 450 different nuclear reactor meltdowns you'll want to check out the article entitled i think 450 Chernobyls." rather concerning thing to think about So the specter of nuclear war still looms with unpredictable states possessing nuclear arsenals. How would you fortify yourself against this terrifying invisible threat? Well, that would be potassium iodide. If you watched HBO's recent series Chernobyl, you'll remember the scientists taking little white pills As the catastrophe unfolds, potassium iodide, which is also called nuke pills, uh, the CDC advises that taking a single 125 milligram tablet would serve as a protective measure for the thyroid in a radioactive environment. Potassium iodide is an ideal medical prep as it's very cheap and can be stored at room temperature for many years. And I've got that in my medical prep stash. I will also mention kratom here because in our society, vast numbers are addicted to opioids, sadly, uh, or heroin and uh, the pain pill addicts will be desperate and violently unpredictable in a collapse. While I would do almost anything to avoid these these kinds of people, especially in a collapse, crottam is a natural herbal opioid that helps many addicts taper off more dangerous drugs. It might be a good idea to have some stashed. It will become Valuable. It's also a natural painkiller that might provide some much needed relief. And I'll mention nicotine. One of the things that there will unfortunately still be a thriving market for post collapse is cigarettes. Smokers will want to smoke and they'll pay for that nicotine hit. You might want to stash some packs of smokes as small barter items and a healthier alternative is nicotine booster shots that you can buy cheaply at vape, vape shops these will work as barter items because people will want nicotine however they can get it so i've got a couple packages of these nicotine boosters and i've talked to a couple of smokers and they've told me you know what post-collapse there's no way I will lower my standards to consuming nicotine as opposed to my smokes. I'll just have to do whatever it takes to still get cigarettes. So I'm not sure about that that particular prep, but I included it. So as I mentioned, LastPricePharmacy.com offers many of the medicines listed in the article that is linked below this podcast, and they offer these prices at uh, pretty uh, cheap prices also. If privacy and anonymity matter to you, it's a really smart idea to order these kinds of things with cryptocurrency as your financial institution will not hesitate to turn your financial records over to a court. And you might not want to have to explain in a legal context why you're purchasing these sorts of things. Just go with an anonymous email, burner email maybe, and cryptocurrency. It should go without saying that you must research and look up the side effects of pharmaceuticals before taking them. I almost categorically avoid pharmaceuticals because they often do more harm than good. I use herbal, nutraceutical, and clean dietary supplements to maintain my health. But... In a post-collapse setting, in a lot of instances, the side effects will be worth the life-saving pharmacological properties of these drugs. It should also go without saying that the best medical prepping measure is getting healthy now. Those with chronic health conditions will have a really rough time in a collapse, and many will perish, tragically. You need to be in good enough shape to run away from danger, walk 10 miles, pick up heavy stuff, or hold your own in a street fight. It's never been easier and more affordable to get in amazing health, so do it now. In a collapse, you won't easily be able to order health supplements online or use all the cool transformative biohacks that you can now in fact due to the coronavirus situation a lot of the e-commerce stores are they're still accepting orders but there's there's longer wait times and there's certain countries certain geolocalities where it's getting pretty dicey with the shipping situation so Take action now if you don't feel like you have a sufficient stash of particularly immune supplements on hand. In a collapse, you'll likely be bereft of the internet and all its empowering health information, so it's a smart idea to stock your bookshelf with some old-fashioned non-digital books about Prepping or Emergency First Aid, and I linked to a couple in this article. To conclude, I'll re-emphasize the point I made at the top of this article. Disaster capitalism in a collapse is a bad idea because your competition will be violent gangs and cartels who will rob, kill, or torture you if they think you have a valuable stash of Medicine, you'll need to be very discreet about your stash and be prepared to defend it. You're better off building a network of fellow preppers now who you can trust and then barter with them after the collapse. And that was my article, Medicines That Will Be Worth Their Weight in Gold Post-Collapse drop me a comment out there on the internet wherever you are listening to me and let me know what you think of all this. Let me know if the pharmaceuticals, if you've got some of these prepped yourself. I'm interested to hear what sort of things you guys are stockpiling and what sort of things you think are going to be important for the preparation of what's to come in the future. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and I look forward to a continued conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at mindset. So we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset Podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.